government does not want Kroger and Albertsons to merge. There's been a lot of pushback against mergers lately. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This is the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. Wants to block this merger. It's a $25 billion deal. They say it's going to eliminate competition and lead to higher prices. I'm a believer in competition. Competition is good. And I like that the federal government recognizes that competition is the way to have lower prices. Again, I will remind you of all the socialists and all the progressives who want government control of everything, where there's no competition, and yet they believe and they will tell you how that will make things better because capitalism is evil. Second time I've gone through this story. Capitalism is excellent. Capitalism is value. Capitalism is what creates the future. And socialism is just downright evil. Socialism has never inspired anything except a prayer for a quick and painless death. That is all and nothing else. That said, I don't know what the issue is with with this. I don't I don't know what the issue is. There's still tons of supermarket chains out there. Doesn't change what Aldi does. Doesn't change Publix or 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 the people at Giant Eagle or Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm not sure why why this is an issue. Meanwhile, the Japanese They've decided they're going to send some uh, some probes uh, to the moons of Mars. You've got the U.S. landing uh, at, at one of the poles of the moon. They're engaging in more exploration. This is Japan that is going to launch missions to the, the moons of Mars. Phobos, and De- is it Deimos? Am I pronouncing it right? D-E-I-M-O-S? I think I am. They're going to launch this year. The samples will get returned in 2029. The exploration is full on. And not all of it is for some reason of, um, you know, exploration. But rather, it, it, it is for the idea of control and power. That's, that's the reality. But am I curious about what they're going to find? Absolutely, I am. Absolutely. The more we can do to build out our, our opportunities in the private sector to engage space, the, 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 the better. And the more we can do to ensure that we are in a place to curb and limit what Russia and China does in space, the better. The absolute better. The popcorn moment is just moments away. Keep it here. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
think one of the things this blue line conversation has shown us is that look what happens when you elect communists. They're all bullies. They're all thugs. They're all a danger to themselves and to others. And look at the support. The rabid, radical, progressive support for such insanity. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. History is clear that communism is a murderous failure and that capitalism works. I'll debate this with anyone, anywhere. Capitalism works. Communism is a murderous failure. The people get destroyed. Society gets destroyed. And anybody who supports it is in favor of destruction. Capitalism is about growth. Capitalism is about opportunity. Agreed. Some people do get hurt. Agreed. Not everybody is able to prosper. But capitalism sets a framework for the opportunities. Not everybody is up to the opportunities. That much is true. Not everybody gets lucky. That is also true. All kinds of luck in the world. What about the very concept of natural lottery? Looks, height, athleticism, the mind. Some people are smarter than others. Some people have different skill sets than others. Some people have more capabilities than others. Doesn't make people bad people. In capitalism, all can find their place and thrive to their abilities. Communism, socialism, pushes the idea that somehow some people are taking advantage of the other people. But as we have seen, for example, with the minimum wage, If you decide to have $20, $30, $40, $50 minimum wages, you put businesses out of business. There are no jobs to offer. Tell me how the people are better when you put forth the minimum wage to help the people. It's not helping the people. It's an attack on the business that is trying to thrive. But since there is no respect for the business, there's only a hate for the business. You, the government, which doesn't know how to run a business puts forth ideas and philosophies and policies that the business must now adhere to and the business simply cannot build that way. Then there are no jobs and you say, you see what those greedy greedy business owners are doing. That's why they're going to kiosks and, 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 and computers and everything else. You did this. A failure to recognize how the world works because you're ideologically inept. You're ideologically diseased. All socialists are ideologically diseased. Invite me to your college. I'll do this. Invite me to your high school. I'll do this. Invite me anywhere. I'll have this exact conversation. People who buy into and believe in socialism are diseased. It is a diseased mentality, a diseased thought process. Capitalism works and socialism doesn't. But yet they march through the streets of New York with hammer and sickle flags. That's the streets of New York. And you say to me, Tony, that's New York. I don't have to worry about it here. You elected a communist to the city county council 
who has threatened business owners over the blue line, and I'm saying for the record, threatened. I don't care what he says about it. It is what it is. I'm saying threatened. Outed communist. Supports the blue line. If anything should explain to you why you should be opposed to concepts like this, it's because the communist is in favor of it. Because, of course, as you understand, the, por- the purpose of the bus is, is, is not about, well, we're going to save lives. I, I, I would put forth to you that I don't actually believe that they care about saving lives. It is about control of the roads. And as I stated yesterday, the Indianapolis Business Journal in their editorial, where they state that the the state should lay off the city and let the city make local decisions about uh, how it wants to, to grow and allow the blue line, I remind them that the money is federally delivered. That does allow us outside of Indianapolis to have a say in what happens. And the answer should be no dedicated bus lines. I believe the IBJ, the Indianapolis Business Journal, did not give that enough credence. And they should go back and rethink their position. Certainly, they should rethink any position that has them tied into a group of people who sound much more like this. And you say to me, Tony, this is all just so, so in the, in, in the ether. This is, this is such madness. This isn't actually happening here in Indianapolis. And the answer is, of course it is. How much more will you need to see? How much more will you need to witness? How much more will you need to watch before you realize that this is exactly the case? Reality is hitting you in the face. Why is it that so many people refuse to act upon it? This brings us to the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. I do not know who this woman is from Dublin, Ireland. What I can tell you in Ireland is that they have gone through a horror show in philosophy. Uh, what they have allowed now in terms of abortion is, is beyond obscene. And they have an immigration issue. I favor legal immigration. But I favor legal immigration for those who want to be Americans. What we have allowed to take place is immigration for people who want to destroy what America is, who make outrageous demands on America. America should change for them, who engage in these acts of violence. The murder of a nursing student in Georgia is because we have failed at the border. Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and others do indeed have blood on their hands. That's the leftist way of explaining that. But I want to share with you what this woman has to say about life in Ireland. Listen. I'm from Dublin, but I come to Mayo every weekend. Um, but I wanted to talk about what the situation is like where I live, because you have not seen what 
is coming yet and I have. Where I live is about 85% foreign nationals. I can walk down the street on any given day, walk into the supermarket and I don't hear an Irish conversation. I hear foreign people everywhere. My child is one of 30 children in her class and she's the only Irish child. She came home crying from school a few weeks ago because she doesn't understand what any of her friends are saying. The children revert back to their own languages when they're not being taught. She literally cannot understand the conversations around her. But when, when Halloween came around there a few months ago, last year she was allowed to dress up. Sorry, the year before last she was allowed to dress up. This year she wasn't allowed to dress up. And when I asked the school why, they said they didn't want to offend people. But I, I don't go for a walk around the park during the day with my child anymore. I have a big dog and I don't go for a walk by myself anymore. I very rarely leave my house because where I live is so unsafe. The fool, the ignorant, will listen to that and say, oh, what a xenophobe. What an anti-immigrant message. No, not at all. This is the failure of culture and society to remind those people coming into their country that we are the better country for a reason. And you have to adapt to what we do. You have to adapt to how we do it because we do it better. Just like capitalism is better than communism every day of the week and twice on Sunday, better than socialism and all socialists and all communists are violent people hell bent on destruction. No culture cannot survive if there is no adherence to the culture. If there is not only a desire to eschew the culture and push it away at arm's length, but to demand that others do as well or else. No society can thrive if the people feel unsafe because of those they invited into their home. Our conversation about immigration is not one, as Representative Ocasio-Cortez wants to put it, well, the problem is we have xenophobes. No, the problem is we have bigoted, hateful elected officials who don't have any respect for the nation that exists today that has value, and it must have value, because look at all the people who want to come here to this non-socialist, non-communist place. Parents, my dear parents, and those who recognize that parents have rights, as a matter of fact, the parental rights are the only ones that matter. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. You consider this, you can consider this a carryover from what I was discussing previously. Where it is, the left is, in these ideas about your rights and how they are desperate, absolutely, positively desperate to push forth the idea that children can decide for themselves their lives. This uh, comes from, from the people at the TikToks. This is just a woman speaking into the camera. I don't know if she's a teacher. I don't know what she is. But, oh, is it precious and absolutely dangerous. 
And all of this is happening with this infectious idea that's taking over of this idea of parents' rights, that parents have a right to know. They have a right to know if their child is going by a different name or using different pronouns in school. And the thing that keeps hitting me about this is that parents don't have rights, not parents' rights. Kids have rights. Individuals have rights. We have seen in our legal and justice systems that the decisions that parents make can be legally overridden by their children. Children who are old enough to understand a concept are old enough to provide their own independent consent to that. And if a kid knows what pronouns are, then frankly, they're able to consent to changing their own pronouns and their parents do not need to be involved in that decision. So you understand like I understand, that what this woman is advocating for is adults having sex with children. Adults manipulating children into sexual relationships to which they consent. That's what she's advocating for. Now, you you could throw up your, oh, Tony, how dare you? Let me say it again for the people in the cheap seats. What this woman is advocating for is children being nothing more than sex vessels for twisted adults who want to do things to kids. That's what she wants. Parents shouldn't have a say. Parents don't get to know. Teachers have more control over the student than the parent who actually made the child. Kids can consent. If kids can consent, then I guess kids can do anything. Which means I can do anything to kids. That's what she's saying. She wants to do anything she can to children and wants to support others who'd want to do anything they want to children. That's what she believes. That's the progressive ideology. Why am I not a progressive? I don't know that. And of course, you know, she's a liberal white woman because they're the absolute worst. Hey, Carmel, liberal white women are the absolute worst. I shouldn't just say uh, Carmel, Zionsville too. Liberal white women, hey, Fishers, the absolute worst. Oh, don't worry, Greenwood, you've got them. You see them at Kroger. You, you, you know you've seen liberal white women in Kroger. Not uh, uh, amongst the razors, but in other places in Kroger, you've seen them. This is what they believe. This is who they are. And now it is up to you to decide how you're going to handle these things. What you're going to allow and not allow. If they're teaching your children, make it stop. If they're on your school board, make it stop. If they're in your city council, make it stop. If they're your mayor, make it stop. If they want to be your governor, make it stop. If they want to be your senator or representative, make it stop. Make it stop. Stop giving excuses. Stop trying to understand it. They really want to sexually abuse your children. How many more ways do they have to damn well tell you? Make it stop. I'm Tony Katz. Thank you.
Well, I hope by the, the end of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. We're not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. That's Joe Biden eating an ice cream cone with Seth Meyers, who has a late night show that you don't watch, saying uh, the hope is a ceasefire by Monday, which will be interesting because I will be in Israel and we'll see if that's the case. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Uh, I will be in, in the center, I'll be in the south, I'll be in the north, I'll be a little bit everywhere. On this trip, I, I, I leave tomorrow. Um, to hear that again. Thank you very much. This idea of a ceasefire. Well, this is all predicated not on, on Joe Biden. It's based on what it is the Israelis are seeing and whether or not there is a movement from Hamas that will actually release hostages. This is all about releasing hostages. What do I think? I think um, I, I think Hamas has to be destroyed, and I hope nothing stops that from happening. One cannot have peace until Hamas is destroyed. One cannot have peace with a terrorist organization. But as uh, Netanyahu has said, uh, the, the, the terrorists that are Hamas aren't even remotely in the same ballpark. We, we, we want this because we want our people back. Well, I'm not sure of the exact duration, but I can tell you that we're all working on it. Uh, we want it. I want it because we want to liberate uh, the remaining hostages. We've already brought half of them back. And uh, I appreciate the effort, the combined effort of Israel, the United States, uh, to bring back the remaining hostages. I can't tell you if we'll have it, but uh, if Hamas goes down from its delusional claims and goes down, can bring them down to earth, then we'll have the progress that we all want. What specifically uh, is holding up the deal at this point? It reportedly, this would have 30 to 40 hostages, women, elderly, wounded, released in exchange for a few hundred Palestinian prisoners being released. Hamas started out with just crazy demands, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's uh, it's too soon to say if they're uh, if they've abandoned them. But if they they do abandon them and get into what you call the uh, the ballpark, they're not even in in the city; uh, they're in another planet. But if they come down to uh, a reasonable uh, um, uh, situation, then yes, we'll have a hostage. I hope so. So there's the 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 argument. If if Hamas is willing to engage in a rational way. Of course they're not. They want hundreds upon hundreds of Palestinian prisoners uh, released. We're not talking about low-level people. We're talking about hardened terrorists they want released. Because the objective is more destruction. This is clear. Israel, of course, the purpose of of, of the hostages was, was rock in a hard place. Israel is so hell-bent on actually protecting their people that they will engage in something that might hurt them down the road in order to make sure they've got their people protected now. 
And where is the support from uh, the United States? Uh, nowhere. Instead, we have Rashida Tlaib and Andre Carson. By the way, Andre Carson hates Jews and hates Israel. His words, that's my take on his words. What an awful guy. But go on, Indianapolis, reelect him. It's not like the Republican Party is going to run anybody against him. It's not like they're going to actually, you know, have a, have a plan and put some dollars behind. Oh, no, no, we got to put it all to the governor's race. Is that right? Is that what you have to... <sighs> Turns out the RNC in smaller form is uh, the Indiana Republican Party. Just ridiculous. They were ridiculous then. They're ridiculous now. And if you're angry with me, Republicans, show me the plan, would you? Show, show us. Show us where the plan is, how it works. You can't, you don't take on Andre Carson. You don't even try. Democrats are at least respectable in the way they try to win elections. The fact that they're devious and despicable in doing so is different. They at least put someone out there. Not you. No, we have to save it all for our supermajority that refuses to move a needle. I have no idea. No idea if a ceasefire is going to come. What I do know is whatever happens, I will be in Israel reporting it. I leave tomorrow. Uh, if you have any um, tips on how to handle a 12-hour flight, let me know. Outside of NyQuil and more NyQuil, um, I'd, I'd appreciate that. We'll be sending back the dispatches daily, the videos, the everything. You'll have it all, guys. It's like you'll be right there. You'll have it all from WIBC.com. The time right now, uh, 7.53. Let's check on the roads. 